Hello, heroes and heroines, psychics and supervillains, and welcome back to another amazing episode of Panel Pictures, a superhero movie podcast. I'm your friendly neighborhood, Zach, and as always, I'm joined by uh, the Orange Crush, the human creamsicle, and the human incarnation of Lar Fleas, at least the closest thing that we'll get on this universe, Cody McKinney. <laughs> Cody, you all right? You give me the stink eye. Say my name, Zach. Say my name, and I will bestow you with the power of a good DC movie. I was about to say, what are your powers being able to, like, casually coordinate all my clothes around the color orange? That, too. (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, we're talking about Shazam today, and I, man, holy crap, this this is possibly my top. DC movie right behind uh, Dark Knight Returns. Or wait, what's, what's the second one? Rises. Rises. Uh, so, wait, is Rises the second one? Rises, no, Dark Knight itself is the second one. Oh, okay, yeah. It's, it's Batman Begins, The Dark Knight. Okay. Then The Dark Knight Rises. Okay, so then Dark Knight. This is uh, Dark Knight's my favorite. Oh, okay, so. see, I thought you forgot, like, the name of the third one. No, 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 second one, second one's my favorite. Um, but yeah, this is possibly my most favorite DC movie, like, right behind that, and that's a, that's a pretty high bar for me. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, the, that's a lot of people's, like, highest of bars. Right. Uh, Shazam. Holy crap. Cody. Why didn't we get this soon? Why didn't we get this from DC and Warner Brothers sooner? Better question. Why did we see Hellboy on the day of instead of watching this? Because <laughs> we could have gotten this to people a lot sooner. Um. Well, A, Shazam was in our second run theater when Hellboy was not. True. We would have missed Hellboy completely. See, we would have missed Hellboy completely. And people wouldn't have been able to follow our unorganized dumpster fire of an episode about Hellboy. Exactly. Uh, our, our good buddy Joe, actually, he asked me, he was like, uh, he's like, I have a critique for your Hellboy episode. And I was like, yeah, go ahead, Joe, because like, I'm always willing to listen, like, you know, make things a little bit easier to listen to and things like that. And he was like, the plot was kind of hard to follow. And, like, that's and, not our fault. And, and, he, and he looked at me and he goes, and I don't know if that's because it was Hellboy. And he looks over at me and I'm like looking at him like this dead look on my face. And he goes, oh, OK. And yeah. I was like, 10 stories, Joe. <laughs> 10 subplots going on at the same time. Oh, but Shazam, this is a this is a crazy testament to the fact that DC does have a rich lore of characters that has hasn't been tapped into yet. Yeah. You know, Aquaman was probably the first step in that direction because no one really thought about having an Aquaman movie, but you know, like you and I said, Aquaman starts out kind of weak and then finishes strong. Whereas this movie is just start to finish a fantastic time. I I, I love it. Uh, what was your first uh, time encountering Shazam? I encountered him while he was still Captain Marvel. Yeah. In the DC versus Mortal Kombat terrible game for the PlayStation nice. Three. Nice. Because I like you know I knew all the other characters and I was like who's this red dude with the lightning bolt on his chest? <laughs> like I'd never seen him before, but Fair. I just I just know he like. His entrance was he was a kid and he yelled Shazam and he turned into a big buff dude and I was like, oh, okay, uh, that's fair. <laughs> He's that's like Raiden. Mine was uh, the New Fifty Two Justice League. They had a short Shazam arc uh, yeah. going on through that, so that's that's how I figured out who Shazam was. Well, that's how I like I knew of him, but I hadn't read anything with him, you know. And then they had that arc in the the New Fifty Two Justice League, and I was like, okay, this this makes more sense now. I also looked up the uh, the acronym. That like as we were driving back, I couldn't remember what. Oh right, yeah, because his name was. is made up of different names of yeah. like you know, uh, 
uh, Herculean her- heroes and stuff like that. Yeah. But like it's a bunch of different ones though. Like yeah. it's like it's not all like cause they mix like Roman and Greek and uh, right, 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 yeah, right. yeah. And uh, well, what's what? What does his name consist of? Oh nah. Oh, now we're gonna yeah, go okay, for it. So, go for uh, it. Wisdom of Solomon. Yes. Uh, Strength of Hercules. I'm trying to uh, speed of Ares. Uh, power. No wait. Lightning of Zeus. I think it's power of Zeus. Power it's of strength Zeus. of Hercules, and I think okay. it's power of Zeus. Mm-hmm. Then there's another A, right? I'm spelling yeah. the same in my yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah. I'm dumb. <laughs> um, trying to think. Yeah, it's Atlas. I know the other one's yeah, Atlas, Atlas, but I don't yeah. know what. Like, like is it maybe like? It's not massive Atlas. It's something of <laughs> the massive Atlas. You're gonna get gains like Atlas. It's something of Atlas, and the last one is Mercury. But right, right, it's right. Speed right. of Mercury, but like. <laughs> Let's see here. Okay. Achilles. Oh, is it Achilles? That's what it says. Oh, I thought it was Ares. Shazam, an acronym of six immortal elders, Solomon, Hercules, Atlas, Zeus, Achilles, and Mercury. Okay, I get So maybe the speed of Achilles? Oh, no, speed's Mercury. Oh, fuck. No, you're right. Yeah, because he had the winged shoes. Right. So what? then Achilles is the... <laughs> Say like, um... The heel of Achilles. <laughs> the, the weakness of Achilles. <laughs> the weakness of Achilles. Because <laughs> compared to the rest, he a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's just somebody when they're creating Shazam, they're just like, all right, we need we need ancient people. What are we going to yeah, go yeah, with? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. So, no, yeah, no. I'm, I'm not that heavily invested in the character, and that's probably, that, that might be why I enjoyed this movie a little bit more uh, than some of the other DC films. But that being said, I was still crazy entertained. It was fun. Uh, for those of you who don't know, a quick synopsis of Shazam, you've got a kid named Billy Batson. He encounters this old wizard who gives him the powers of you know, uh, basically all of those people we just listed yeah. and, uh, through saying this name Shazam, he, you know, can become a superhero. And so it's like a modern take of like, what would happen if your average 12 year old superhero got superpowers? Right. And, uh, it, it follows this crazy tale. It's just, it's a, it's a good, fun, lighthearted film, which I highly, absolutely recommend. Uh, it's just, it's fantastic. Uh, but anyway, let's go like, now, let's not be too detailed about this one. I don't have any notes or anything for this. We we just saw this we two, a week a week ago. It was last Monday, I think. Last Monday, was yeah. Last Monday or last Sunday, we saw yeah, it. something like that. And we saw it at our uh, our second run theater for four dollars. And I would have gladly play, paid full price for this film. It's a it's a it's a good movie. <laughs> Instead, we paid full price for Hellboy. <laughs> no one that's, ever, no that's, one ever accused us of making smart decisions. That's mostly it. my fault. But like this was a, a strategic plan. That was. We, I mean, it was a good plan. It was yeah. a good plan. Because, I mean, I remember I gave you the choice. I was like, we can see Hellboy or Shazam. And I honestly thought you were going to pick Shazam. And I wanted to see Shazam, but yeah. I knew that we'd get a second chance with Shazam. Fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, in our town, we've got the, the AMC, and then we've got the second run theater. And the second run theater is a good chance to like catch any movies that you did miss. There's just a chance you'll sit in a seat that's like moist or... <laughs> Have you sat in a moist chair? I have sat, indeed. Like on a rainy day, sat down, and I was like, "Mm, my butt's wet now. Oh, you think from someone else sitting there? No, like from the ceiling leaking. Oh, God. Oh, no. (laughs) That poor theater. That used to be like the theater to go to when I was a kid. That used to be like such a nice theater to go to, and now it's just kind of... Kind of there. It's a relic of a bygone era. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so let's talk about Shazam. So first off, uh, this is quite possibly the best movie that has come out of this new 
DCEU film, whatever. Post Dark Knight trilogy. Post Dark Knight trilogy. I mean, we've got what? We've got Man of Steel. Man of Steel. We've got BVS. Batman versus Superman. We got Suicide Squad, Justice League, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Shazam. So I would tie this with Wonder Woman probably for top contender. Yeah. Depending what you're looking for. Shazam is way light. Just hear me out, okay? okay? If you want a more traditional superhero story with some like some serious tones to it, and you you want some some really like great battle scenes and in depth, uh, I, I would say like really nice looking special effects and things like that, right? Go for Wonder Woman, right? But if you're looking for something a little bit lighthearted, uh, kind of pokes fun at the superhero genre, perhaps talks to more about you know talks to your inner child more than your your inner adult or whatever, right? Go for Shazam. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm right there with you. But, like, after you kind of broke it down, I do think this is the best one because I, I notoriously don't like Man of Steel. Like, it, <laughs> it, like, it's just not Superman. Like, it's... That's one of the pillars uh, for this podcast, actually. Yeah, was, it's yeah. sad, depressed Superman. Like, I'm just not about it. No, I get it. That was a that was the first time you and I had that lengthy discussion about it. Yeah, and you kept trying to convince me that it wasn't that store. bad. You walked away saying that I had made a lot of good points you hadn't thought of. But the, sir. but then then good old DC just like proved me right over and over and over again. Fair, fair, but fair, yeah, fair. and like BVS is not a terrible movie. It's just got like pacing issues and it's really long. Uh, I I would say it's more than that. It's crammed, crammed to the gills yeah. with crap. I mean, and then, we didn't need Wonder Woman and, and the Aquaman fl- file and the Flash file and the Doomsday. Cyborg file or Doomsday. We didn't need all that crap. Yeah. It, it, it was literally like throwing, it's it's stuffed to the gills and throwing up with content that could have been used in three other movies. Exactly. And then Justice League is just busy. The worst! <laughs> it's so, like, like... It's the worst. You go from zero to 60, and you ramp up to 90. Then you go back down to, like, 60. Then you go back up to, like, 110. Because mm, like, it's hot garbage. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just a mess. And su- what happens when you patchwork a bunch of superheroes together. And, and then Suicide Squad is, like, a hot topic exploded onto a movie set. Mm, the second worst. With a Spotify playlist just, attached to it. Yeah, the... <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> the fucking soundtrack. I just remember sitting in the theater and was like, this soundtrack's expensive. Yeah, right? God. And it didn't and it, it fit, but it didn't really fit. It just fit. I, I, I would argue the soundtrack fit Suicide Squad. I, I would argue it fit whatever the hell that was that they made. Yeah. I and would to, argue And to that. this day, I still use Suicide Squad emojis just for the... Yes, to, to rightly piss me off. Yeah. Just, you use all the vague ones. You use fucking Boomerang. Yeah, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll just have Slipknot like, pop up for no Jesus. reason. Um, but yeah, then, then you get on to, to Wonder Woman, and it's it's really good, but like that last 30 minutes is just not good. You didn't like it? No, like Ares is just lame, and the fight is too dark. You can't see what's happening. And... So, so you think that in comparison, Shazam has a stronger like yeah like it has a much better like fight scene at the very end and then with Aquaman its weakness is I don't care about the first 40 minutes of the movie (laughs) like if you start that movie with them on the plane 
I'm instantly interested. Right. But like getting them on that plane. Cody, how are you supposed to know how you become ocean master? <laughs> how are you supposed to know if they don't explain it to you three times that you become the ocean master? If you unite all of the majority, the majority, the majority of You only have to have like what? Two of the four, three? Four out of seven. Yeah, there we go. Four out of seven. Majority vote. <laughs> <laughs> and then you become the master the master of the oceans ocean. one might even say the An ocean, ocean master, master. that was easily our best episode yeah. um but yeah so shazam it it's got a little bit of everything I, again i would I, I i see where you're coming from cody i would argue that it and wonder woman fit to tonal needs I feel like, because, like, think about it this way. It's the same as saying something, like, between, I don't know, like, Guardians of the Galaxy and Captain America. (laughs) No, no, just hear me out. Captain America, like, fulfills that serious comic book movie need. Yeah. Like, where you want a dramatic story. Whereas Guardians of the Galaxy is just goofy as shit. Okay. Or or Ant-Man. Yeah, Ant-Man's a good substitute. Ant-Man's goofy as shit, right? Yeah. And they're both well-written for what they are and they both fill a different need. Right. And they're both good comic book movies. And so I think it's kind of unfair to compare the two. Right? Okay. Yeah. You're, you're right. Like I, in tone, it's probably closer to Aquaman than this wonder woman. Right. 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 So, so that's, yeah, I, that's get, what I get why you use that as your that, comparison. So that's point. why, that's why like, I think Shazam and wonder woman kind of vie for first place. Right. Because that depends on your personal preference. If you want a serious movie, go for wonder woman. If you don't go for Shazam. Right? Yeah. That's not to say the stakes aren't high in Shazam and that there's not any emotion in this movie because I teared up twice at this movie. Like it hit some, some deep seated emotions. Yeah. I mean, like, especially <laughs> if you can identify with the characters or Right, like like, right. So, yeah, uh, so let's talk about it a little bit here. So you've got, <laughs> I mean, you've got, well, let's see here. It's it's the, the villain's name is Thaddeus Savannah, right? Yeah. And he's like in the back of this car and he's got an eight ball and he's like shaking it. And, you know, it, it was it says like outlook not so good and that kind of thing. And his, his, his dad, mean ass dad. Yeah, he's got a mean ass dad and a mean ass brother driving in front and uh he's like um he's like No Daddy. toys at your granddad's house. Yeah, no toys at your granddad's <laughs> house. My father, it's Christmas. Oh my god. <laughs> Cody, that's that's possibly the worst slash most accurate way to depict this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that's almost exactly what he said. Yeah, no, no, but yeah, it is. It is. He's like, but it's Christmas, you know? And then, uh, his big brother grabs that magic eight ball and he's like, will Thaddeus ever become a man? And he shakes it and he's like, uh Oh, outlook, not so good. You know, that kind of thing. And his dad laughs at this yeah, rather than being like, don't pick on your little brother. So then the Thaddeus like gets transported. Like he's in the back of the car and some weird shit's going on. Like the radio's, acting up and the windows are fogging up or icing up yeah. or something like that and all of a sudden he's transported to another world completely he opens up the back car door and there's like this old ass wizard chilling there and there's all these demon statues and everything and the wizard's like I want to give someone pure of heart my power and you're like okay okay this doesn't fit right though because it's the 70s and we know this movie takes place yeah. like now so, so you, what's good what's up here you're getting that set up so then he's all like you know uh, someone of pure of heart that can resist all temptations and stuff you know he kind of turns around and looks and there's these like seven statues that represent the seven deadly sins and there's like an orb of power and they're all like your father hates you we've got ultimate power and chocolate chip cookies come this way <laughs> <laughs> totally not evil totally not evil come child we probably also maybe we have a jacuzzi here <laughs> or something i don't know take that weird eyeball thing in the light cage so yeah so yeah he walks over and he's like starting to grab it and the wizard zaps his hand and he's like no and he's like you'll never be worthy you'll never be worthy and like you know sends him back right and so then the kid like 
he's back in the back of the car and his dad and his brother are still there and everything and everything's back to normal. And he was like, no, no, no. And he starts freaking out, you know? So he distracts his dad. His dad almost wrecks the car, but doesn't. Right. And that's when his dad is like, you whiny, ignorant little shit. Then at that point, they get T-boned by a bigger car. Yeah. It's just, it's a snowplow truck. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so they get T-boned and you know, the dad flies out of the truck, the, the car. He wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Yeah, he was not. Thaddeus gets out and his bigger brother's like, you did this, you did this, you know, and he just runs off, runs off. Right. And fast forwards. So we got present day Philadelphia, which is kind of a weird place to have this going. I think it's a good setting. Like it wasn't San Francisco. Thank God. It had like, you know, because if another superhero movie takes place in San Francisco, I'm going to eat my hat. Like, I mean, there's so many that take place in San Francisco and like New York would have been another like, but we don't have a, like if we're in the, uh, like the DC universe, we don't have a New York. We right. have a metropolis. Right. So anyway, we've got a uh, present day foster child, Billy Bats, and he's, he's running around looking for his birth mom and things like that. And uh, it's interesting. So he's in a pawn shop and uh, the, the cops are there and he's like, these bad men came and r- robbed the store. I think they're in there, you know, and the cops are like, okay, son. And they go in there and then they're looking around. And they're like, there's no one in here. And they're like, he, he's like, come on the back. They're in the back. And he opens the door and there's no one there. And he's like, Man, I can't believe you fell for that. And he just like throws down the uh the metal the, shutters. The metal shutters, yeah, in front of the store. And you're like, What's it what is this kid doing? And he jumps in the police cruiser. What he does is uh he, he looks up at, like on in their computer, he looks for his mom and he types in his mom's name, right? And he's got this list of potential like people that could be his mom. And you're thinking, Okay, so he's just looking up someone and then he steals the cops lunch. Like Which the, is just the, like the dick, the icing like, on the dick cake. Yeah, it, it just sets yeah. the kid up to be just an asshole, like dick kid. Yeah. So the the cops like, no, 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 not my lunch. Oh no, no, you know. <laughs> so he runs off and he goes to this house and, uh, you know, he's, he's like, okay, he has a flashback right to his mom and uh, it's all happy and everything and he's like, I want the tiger and the and, you know his mom's like, well your mom's not going pro today you know and she's like throwing, throwing darts at balloons and everything and uh, she doesn't win the tiger but she wins him a little uh, keychain with a compass built in right and I actually yeah. had one of these as a kid I don't know if you did or not uh, it's a little water globe I, don't think I did but I, a, I I'd, I'd seen them before right it's a little water globe with a compass built into it and it's got a keychain on the outside of the, the heavy plastic and uh, she was like this is even better and he was like why and she's like because you can use it and you can always find your way with this right so then it flashes forward back to present time he's looking at that keychain he's looking at the house that he's got the address for and he's like all right this is it goes up to the door knocks on it and woman inside's like can i help you and she he's like um my name is billy batson and i think i might be your son and the door opens and this black woman is like you sure about that (laughs) he's like oh sorry for wasting your time sorry then the cops pull up then the cops pull up and then you hear him through the the megaphone you just had to steal the lunch didn't you Better save me some fries. <laughs> yeah, you better save me some fries. So we cut to him at like child services, right? And the child service coordinator is like, hey, you're pretty smart and you've done a lot of hard work, you know, trying to find your mom and everything, but you are still underage. You need a foster home. And he's just like, I, I can take care of myself. And they're like, yeah, you can when you're 18, but not until then. And it turns out he's like 14. I yeah, think he's 14. And so, like, he looks a little bit older than 14. The the, the actor does, right? Yeah, and so, the actor's probably like 16, 17. Probably somewhere in that ballpark. So it didn't, I didn't quite buy that he was only 14 years old because I look at myself at 14 years old and I was like, ugh. You know, this kid was easily looking, you know, he was pulling 17, 18 years old. Anyway, so they're like, we've got this new foster home for you. They're really nice. You be nice to them, right? 
And it turns out that the, like his new foster mom and dad were foster kids at one point. So they're, you know, they're like, Oh, we, we know, we know how it is and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, just, just try your best, try to, try to like it. You know, they go to their house and it turns out they've got this big, it's a really nice looking house actually. Yeah. And it's, it's nice for a group home. Like right. you're expecting it to be like kind of ratty. Yeah. Yeah. But they're in this big house, and uh, he's got new siblings. He's got a, a little sister, and he's got a, a new middle-aged, like, middle brother type, you know, who doesn't say anything. He's just, like, lifting weights and everything. He's got a new older sister who's about to go to college, and then he's got a new younger brother who, I don't know what the illness is that he has. Oh, yeah, and I forgot the other brother, Eugene, the gamer addict yeah, brother. Right. Yeah, so each of these have, like, they do a good job setting the characteristics for each character. Like, Mary's, like, the little energetic little sister that likes hugs and, like, Likes to be helpful and everything. Pedro's quiet and he's lifting weights and that he kind of thing. He wants to get swole. He wants to get swole. And then Eugene is like playing video games. He's like, die, die, die. Yeah, he's you know, the, he's the techie. He's the, yeah, or something. I don't know what he is. And then uh, Darla is like the oldest and she's going to college. And then the other one is Freddy, right? And that's his, his brother that he shares the room with. And Freddy's like this big superhero nut. Yeah. He's got like a model battering and he's got a bullet that he swore like bounced off of Superman's <laughs> chest. And he you, said, you know this kid. Yeah, right, right, right. And so, uh, yeah, it, it, it's interesting because he he jokes a lot to like kind of i guess mask the fact that he's tired of people feeling sorry for him yeah exactly like he just wants to be treated like a regular right like and, everyday kid and so billy batson walks in and uh the first thing his new brother freddie you know this kid who's got like this this walking aid uh on his right arm there he's like he's like hey man your new foster parents they may seem really nice and they may seem really chilly he's like it's like game of thrones in here though you gotta watch your back and billy's like what and then he's like I'm kidding, dude. <laughs> it's just, it, he uses a lot of dark humor. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's a it, good character though. Yeah, it, it is nice. And like, but at the same time, like I'm going to go ahead and point out like a small inconsistency that, that irritated me. Uh Oh, you big nerd. Like I hate to already like start shitting on shit, but, um, like <laughs> that was so eloquently put. I know. Right. Where is all this money coming from? Like, they must to, work good jobs to buy like computers and like to help pay for. Well, I, I don't know if they're helping pay for college. She's probably got a free ride. She, she's smart. Well, but. they did. Well, they did mention that. You know, the, the the oldest daughter was on the phone and she's like, "It's a college interview. What do I say?" You know, and and they're like, "Uh, just tell them that you're a foster kid. They eat that shit up." Yeah. You know, and so she was like. The biggest thing I'm looking forward to is making <laughs> friends on campus because as a foster child, I don't really have a sense of family or friends and things like that. And yeah. then she's like, they bought it, you know? And then like, who's paying for Billy's like phone plan? Like there's all like kinds of little like I, weird I mean, things. I think you get money from taking in foster kids if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I mean, you know, so it's, I, just... it's, I mean, that's, I mean, there's probably that. And then they're both employed. Yeah. So of both some the sort. Parents are never employed. Is. Yeah. So it's, it's not explicitly said, but I mean, I think it's implied that they go to work and things like that. Yeah. So. But like, that was just, that was one thing that like hit me in the head a little bit <laughs> in terms of realism, I guess. I don't know. I'm not going to derail us too long on that one. No, no, yeah, no. Anyway. It's fine. It's fine. Back to the plot. <laughs> Back to the story. But anyway, so, you know, Billy, Billy's kind of like having a hard time adjusting to this, even though it's, it's a pretty comfy life he could live here. Like he just, he's just so concerned about finding his mom. Well, it turns out that the, the woman that he bothered at her house, that was the last one on his list, right? He's upset. He's kind of distraught. He throws his list away, you know, and he's, he's just kind of done with it for a while. Right. So he ends up going to school with Freddie the next day. He's having trouble adjusting to school and everything like that. Typical typical high school crap right yeah and uh goes through a day of school 
Freddy tries to talk to him about superpowers. He's like, all right, which power would you want? Like flight or invisibility? And he's like, I would want flight so I could fly away from this conversation. <laughs> you know, Freddy's all like, yeah, but like invisibility, that's almost like a villain power, right? And so it's, it's like, it's it's really, this is maybe the one flaw of this movie. It kind of beats you over the head that Freddy's the superhero nerd, yeah. right? But uh, I mean, it, it goes, it comes into play later, so I can't say too much. Billy has a rough day and they leave school and these two guys driving this like ridiculously huge truck. Yeah, like it's a giant four raptor and right like it's and they cut on the sidewalk and they hit freddy with this the kid this kid with a walking walking aid and they just beat him with the truck and no one bats an eye no one calls the cops that's probably the most unrealistic the superhero part's not unrealistic it's the fact that no one was watching in the front of the schoolhouse and was like hey you just hit a kid yeah, yeah. i mean like there's no resource officer or cross like crosswalking guard or like anything any. yeah <laughs> no adults so they hit Freddy, and of course, like all the other uh, uh, foster siblings, are like, "Hey, you hit our brother!" And they're like, "What are you gonna do? Go back to your stupid freak family, you stupid idiot!" And da da da. Ha, we're, we're the bullies. bullies. We're bullies. <laughs> <laughs> and of course Billy's like hey man leave him alone you know and and uh oh no actually no wait, he sorry he walks away first right and then they're messing with him and, and everyone's like leave him alone and that's when Billy turns on his heels he's like ah stupid conscience and he takes Bill he takes Freddy's walking stick and he's just like wham whacks him over the head you know starts beating them they beat him and so a chase ensues right and they start running everywhere uh eventually Billy makes his way to the subway over in Philly and gets in and beats the two bullies there, and he kind of sits there, and he's relaxed. And it looks like he's going to just leave. Like, he's just going to let the subway take him wherever, right? And he maybe he won't go back to his new foster home. All right, so Billy's on the train, and he's nice and relaxed, and we're going to leave him there for a little bit because we're going to address the other plot going on. It's amazing how a movie can have, like, one subplot and be incredibly coherent and good to go, unlike 10, like Hellboy. <laughs> so, you know, we go over here, and we see an adult, Thaddeus Savannah, right? And he is grown up. I, I, and I know this actor's face, but I don't remember his name, the guy who plays him. And I'm trying I, to I don't think he's, like... Mark he's, Strong. Mark Strong. Yeah, he's one of those dudes who's been in a in a decent amount of stuff, but he's never been the main dude, so right. you never remember him. Right. He's just a character actor. Yeah. So Mark Strong <laughs> shit. So Thaddeus, uh, he just he he's like the head of this company now, and there's like this research clinic going on, and this woman is interviewing another woman over I guess like Skype or something like that, you know, maybe Zoom if they're up to speed. Discord. Discord. <laughs> real, real app. You know, use, real app users use Discord, right? Anyway, so they're they're interviewing over Discord, maybe, and she's talking about basically what happened to Thaddeus as a kid. But the thing is, like, he's 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 kind of buying it, kind of not, right? He's 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 kind of like, oh, this is the same shit I've heard over and over again. This isn't any use to me. And then he goes, "What about symbols? Did you see any symbols?" And she's like, "No, no." And she goes, "But my clock was acting up, kind of funny." And she, he was like, what? What did it look like? And she's like, well, I got a video, so here. And so what it turns out is that Thaddeus was not the only one being called by this wizard to receive his powers and defeat the forces of evil, right? This wizard has been, like, incredibly desperate, apparently, between then and now, picking hundreds of people across the planet. Because his powers are weakening. Because his powers are weakening, right? And so he's been picking hundreds of people across the planet. You've got, like, this crazy-ass map later, like, you know, of all these people that have talked about it. He's, he's, he's talked to this woman in particular. So they observe the video, and her alarm clock changes to all these, like, weird runes and stuff like that. And that's when Thaddeus has, like, his eureka moment, right? And he's like, I get it, you know, and he interrupts the interview to, to ask these questions runs off so the woman in charge of the interview and and pretty much like the whole research team she's like mr savannah 
you know, I, this, I, is my this is my project. research team, and I would respect that you don't sully it with your crazy conspiracy and theories. And interrupt me. Interrupt me. And I'm going to wag a finger at you. And meanwhile, he's just like completely blowing her off, ignoring drawing her. symbols jo- on a door. And he's drawing symbols on a door. He's like, he's like, it's a key. It's like a code. I get it now, finally. And she's like, what Repeats you? Repeats itself seven times. Yeah. And she's like, you expect me to believe that, like, you know, this is the key or whatever? And he's like, no, but like, it's the door to it or something like that. And so she touches the door after he wrote like all those symbols on the door, right? And she like fries and yeah, just like turns dis- into dust. Like not Thanos disintegrated, yeah. but like spontaneous human combustion disintegrated. Right. right. She's just like and done, right? And so he realizes he's like, all right, this is it. This is the key. So Thaddeus opens the door and there's the old wizard again, right? And the wizard is just like confused. He's like, how did you get here, mortal? And he was like, do you remember me? And he kind of looks at him for a minute and he's like, I do remember you. You are not worthy. And he goes, I'm not worthy or whatever. But he's like, but I am definitely, you know, seeking power. And he turns and he looks and there's the little eyeball thing in the in the cage, like you said, right? And he takes it and uh, the seven sins are like, yes, good, good. <laughs> Doing what evil things do. Yeah. And he basically has to replace his own eyeball with this thing, which is not what I saw coming. So he takes the, the evil crystal and like shoves it into his head, right? And now he's got the power of the seven sins and, you know, he's obviously a bad guy. We go from there and we cut back to Billy Batson, right? And uh, I think this had all happened prior. So Billy's on the subway and he's he, he looks like he's going to bail again or he's just going to run away or leave. And all of a sudden all the you know LED signs on the subway change to, to those crazy runes that we saw earlier. And uh, the windows frost over just like what happened with Thaddeus in the car when he was younger. They open up and he's in the the chamber of the wizard right and he's like what (laughs) (laughs) and he walks out and there's a key thing here that'll come into play later during the mid-credit scene but both thaddeus and billy walk by this canister well thaddeus walked by it first and there was like a caterpillar looking monster in it right yeah and then when billy walks by it later like 30 some odd years later It's it's empty so and they made sure to include both of those shots in this movie and at first, I was kind of like, okay. Well, like, as a moviegoer, we knew it was important, but we, like, neither didn't know one how. of us knew why. Right, exactly. So we didn't we didn't know exactly how. But anyway, so Billy goes in there, and he meets the wizard, and the wizard's, like, desperate at this point. He's <laughs> like, he's like, you are pure of heart. And Billy's like, no, I'm not. Yeah, and he's just like, true, but, you know, you, you could still do better, and you have my powers. <laughs> I'm out of options. Yeah, he just literally, take it. He literally is like, listen, kid, I gotta give you my powers, because like, no one else is taking this shit. So, you know, he gives him the staff. It's funny, he's like, put your hands on my staff. And, and like, the kid's like, gets like, ooh, gross. And he's like, quit goofing off. And so he grabs it, you know, and he says, say, say my name. And he goes, I don't know your name. And he's like, my name is Shazam. And the kid laughs And then, and then Billy him. just is like... <laughs> for real and he's like say my name and then he's like okay shazam he gets his powers and it's at this point the wizard's like use my power to fill the seats behind me you know my brothers and sisters over the ages have died and i'm the only one left he's like you have to restore balance and good to the world and everything and as he's doing this he's slowly turning into dust and disappearing and uh that's when you know billy all of a sudden is essentially zachary levi in a big old body suit. <laughs> yeah now, Which is a choice that when I first saw it, I thought it looked goofy. But once you actually get it in the movie, I think it's fine. Yeah. Because, I mean, I can buy Superman and Batman looking like they do a lot of the time. But Shazam's always been, like, hyper-jacked. Like, he's, like... Well, he's the perfect example, right? Exactly. He's yeah. always just been the jackediest of jacked the dudes. jackediest of jacked. 
that's fair. No, he's supposed to represent kind of the um, the like epitome of what a human can become, right? So he's literally like, you're one hundred percent max jacked. He's he's max jacked, you know, at best. So he's got these powers now. He's he's Zachary Levi in a bodysuit, which I'll admit, like I thought it was goofy at first too, but it works just because of the the the, the weird fantasy to it, I guess. He's like he's like, how do I get home? You know, and all this stuff. He's like super confused. He uh, gets back in the subway, and I thought this was really funny. He sits down in the subway, and the subway returns to normal, right? And he keeps going. And this guy is like, yo, man, you were looking crazy. He's like, the red suit with the white cape. I got to respect that, man. That's just awesome. And it shouldn't work, but it, it does. It shouldn't work, but it does. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. So, you know, he's running around. Of course, people are looking at him because he's a big old jack dude with a lightning bolt on his chest and a white cape, right? And uh, he eventually makes his way back to the foster house. The parents are already like calling the cops and they're like, oh God, he's run away. This is the 23rd time he's run away or some astronomical number yeah. like that. And uh, they're, they're kind of concerned. They can't find him, you know. And Freddie is washing the dishes and Freddie's like, I could be searching for him right now, but no, washing the dishes is way more important than finding my, <laughs> my, you know, my, my foster brother. That's fine. It's fine. And as he's washing the dishes, uh, Shazam like comes up to the window and he's got the signs that says, don't scream. And he's like, Wah! And he's like, I just said, don't scream. And then he's like, man, he's like, Freddie, Freddie, it's me. And he's like, ah, and he proves it by talking about the conversation with flight and invisibility. Yeah, and sir, I like did that. steal your bullet. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, see it. Well, no, that's, that's later down the road. But you know, he's, he's, he's like, yeah, this happened. And he's like, he's like, meet me later tonight. And he's like, okay, sure. And of course the parents are like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm, I'm just so sad. He's like, I'm so sad that it happened. I'm so sad that, that, that my new foster brother is gone. And the, you know, the foster dad hugs him. And he's like, it's going to be okay, buddy. He's like, okay. All right, I feel better. <laughs> so they meet up outside eventually, and he's just like, he's like, Billy, is that you? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, what happened? He's like, I don't know. I got you know powers from a wizard. And it's crazy and all that stuff. And he's like, he goes, how do I know it's actually you though? And you're not just some crazy person. And that's when he's like, I stole yeah. your bullet. And he, he's like, here, look. And he pulls it out of his backpack, and the and bullet falls, falls down and goes in the grate. And he's like, oh no, you know. Uh, so it's the, at this point, like Freddy is like trying to figure out like okay he, you know this is this is my new foster brother he's a superhero now and he's got superpowers and so they're trying to figure out like what superpowers he's got so he's like can you fly and he's like i don't know and he's like well think about it like really hard you know and he's trying to jump and he gets on a car and he's like i'm gonna fly and he jumps off the car and just like flops on the face oh my god it's did just, you believe yeah did you believe and he's like yeah i thought i believed around this time there's like a woman getting mugged and it turns out he's got super speed he like dashes over there right and he stops the dude, and the dude's like, who are you? And they're coming up with, like, the stupidest names. He's like, he's Captain Lightning Fingers. Or like, Thunderclap. Thunderclap, yeah. It turns out he's got lightning powers, and he, like, you know, put, takes all the power out. And so, uh, you know, he accidentally throws the dude into, like, a big old heap of garbage and everything. And Meanwhile, dude's already been pepper sprayed. He's, oh, yeah, that's like, right, yeah. She, she'd already taken care of herself. That's right, yeah, because the woman was like, the woman was like, uh, what was that? I don't need being taken care of. And he was like, yes, clearly you don't. Good, good for you, pepper spraying that villain. <laughs> kind of thing so anyway he accidentally throws her and she actually the woman he's trying to save she's like tries to give him money and she's like i, I didn't see you i don't want any part of this here's some money and and he of course he's like no 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 and then uh freddie's like oh yeah thanks thanks for the money and so they're they're trying to figure out a way to like because they're kids right they're trying yeah. to figure out a way to like capitalize on this and they're taking youtube videos and that kind of thing well they're they're walking down the streets and they find a convenience store right and they got uh, this newfound money. Right. They got the, the money. And then that's when Billy's like, I got an idea. And he's like, I would like to purchase your finest alcohol, please. Store Clark is like points that way, you know. And then uh, Freddie's like, Billy, this isn't going to work. We don't have an ID or anything like that. And he's like, dude, I am the ID. Right. Store gets robbed and he comes in there and he's all like, 
stop their villains and they shoot him and you know the bullet bounces off his chest and they're like oh, yeah bullet immunity he's like i'm bulletproof and he's like yeah and he goes what if it's just the shirt though and they're like yeah yeah, yeah. shoot me in the face shoot me in the face <laughs> and they just unload their they're guns just like into his unload face. their guns into his face and they're bouncing off and he's like oh that tickles <laughs> so he beats the crap out of these two like you know thugs and walks out with a bunch of beer and he's like you're welcome and they like clink beers and they take a sip and then they're both because again they're 14 they're like and they're like, oh, that tastes awful, you know. And then it turns out they don't like beer. So then they go back in the store and come back out with an armload of, like, Cheetos and Monster and, like, yeah. you know, fucking beef expect. jerky and, yeah, stuff that you'd expect a 14-year-old to have. And he's like, oh, he's like, thanks for all the stuff. You're welcome for not being robbed. And then he passes by a girl and he's like, hey, what's going on? I'm a superhero. And then he's I'm like, basically your age. <laughs> yeah, I'm basically your age. And he's also like, oh, my name is, uh, and they come up with, like, another stupid one, like, the Red Cape or bullshit, like, or the White Cape. I don't know what the fuck they name. They, they go through, like, 20 names yeah, in this, like, in this film. He's got a different superhero name every every time. Yeah. So they eventually decide they're going to test Shazam's powers and it, he becomes like this YouTube star and apparently that's the way to make YouTube money now is to film yourself testing out superpowers. And uh, this is like some funny prop humor. Uh, you know, they do like a little bit of flight and, and super strength. And at one point they try to see if he has de- teleportation and he puts him in box one and sees if he can teleport into box two. And while he's doing that, uh, Freddie changes the name of the test to fire immunity and he sets box number one on fire, right? And then, you know, Billy's like, Ha ha and he gets out and he's like, Oh, hot, 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 hot and then he looks around and Freddie's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry <laughs> He runs and he chases after him. And that's what I love about this movie is that it takes itself seriously plot wise, but tonally it's just it is what it is. You know, it, it, it's it's just a superhero film, and it's supposed to be fun and kind of uh, adventurous, you know, nothing nothing too crazy. And I think that's the biggest strength of this film is that so far, you know, we've got kids that, are, that have super, or rather a kid that is a superpower, and then his buddy, right? And rather than all of a sudden being like, I have to do what's right, I have to be a superhero, he's like, what every other kid would do, and be like, let's make a funny YouTube video about it, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, it's... It's all the wonder and joy that the other movies don't have. God, is that that that's that's painfully, painfully, painfully true. I just God. Again, I'm gonna reiterate, and I'll probably say this like four more times before we're done with this episode. This is what like we should have been getting this kind of crap from the get go. Then you know, then maybe we could have forgiven Batman versus Superman and Suicide Squad for being the state that they're in, right? Definitely not Justice League, but we could forgive those two, right? I just, I don't know, like it, it blows my mind that Shazam is such a strong entry, and we've completely just messed up everything with Batman versus Superman and Justice League and Suicide Squad. That Shazam, a, a superhero that most people don't know anything about, yeah. Is, is like the strongest contender in, in this new line of DC movies. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So eventually they get home and, uh, you know, their little sister kind of catches them and he's like in full, like adult Shazam size still, you know, and then she's like, what happened? He's like, I don't know. I just met this guy named Shazam. And then poof, he turns into a kid. Right. And that's when they figure out like, okay, he can just say Shazam yeah. and he'll be good to go. So he goes back to school and you know, the, 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 the new red hero of you know, Philadelphia or whatever is, is a big, the big rage over there. And Freddie's kind of tired of being bullied by those two guys from earlier. So he's all like, you guys better quit or my, my, my good old buddy, the new superhero is going to come to lunch. And then they're like, you don't know him. And he's like, yeah, I do. And it's at this point, Billy's kind of tired of being uh, toted around, you know, by, by Freddie. Freddie is kind of 
almost using him, you know, for, for popularity and status and for kind of good reason. Cause I mean, like, you know, he, he's the kid with the illness. He's the kid that didn't get lucky and didn't get superpowers. Right. Exactly. So it kind of makes sense character wise that he would, uh, you know, push for Billy to, to be, I don't know, to, to share the spotlight with Billy, I think. But anyway, so, you know, they, they eventually Billy's like, I don't know what I'm doing here. And he's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I'm a superhero now. I don't have to go to school. And so he just runs off, right? And Freddy's like, well, I, I could go with you. I, I, we could just do the loop-de-loop, and I could, you know, sneak out. And, you know, Billy's like, no, 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 no. You know, I'm, I'm doing this by myself. I'm kind of sick of, like, you, you doing this with me, right? So Billy goes out, and he, like, takes selfies with people. And he's, like, trying to make money, doing lightning shows on the steps and everything. He's doing it to, to uh, Eye of the Tiger, yeah. you know, uh, on the lightning steps that Rocky ran up. Yeah, lightning. He's like, hands, lightning from my hands, lightning from my hands. Crazy stuff like that. And he doesn't show up for lunch, right? And so, of course, everyone doesn't believe Freddy that Freddy knows the new superhero. And Freddy finds him eventually. And he's like, you're being a big old dick. You know that? He's like, you got superpowers. And instead of becoming a hero, you became a bully and like a, a narcissist and all this stuff. And it's at this time, like, because <laughs> because Shazam has been shooting lightning into the sky this whole time doing a lightning show. Lightning has to come back down. Lightning comes back down and it causes a bus to wreck. Shazam goes through this big thing. He finds out that he can, like, you know, stop the bus from falling and he does and he does a pretty in my opinion he does a pretty piss poor job of rescuing the people on the bus because they're it's about more to hurt fall, yeah <laughs> it's about to fall off the interstate and he's like begging them to like like get out right or move on or whatever and of course they can't because the bus is like about to fall off an interstate and crash into the ground below and they're falling from the back of the bus which they've hung on to this whole time all the way down a length of a bus and crashing onto the glass below them and i'm like how are they not dead yeah. How are these people not Especially dead? the ones who fall on top of the one dude who falls the first time. Oh, God, right, yeah. Like, they, he'd like, be crushed. He would, yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, that'd be, that's a human body, so you're looking between, like, 150 to 250 pounds, falling on you from at least 20 feet. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, he does bring the bus down to the ground nice and safely, and he's all like, oh, man, I'm super strong, yeah, I'm great. And then, of course, Freddy's like, you caused this. <laughs> he's like, if you weren't dicking around with your powers... The lightning wouldn't have struck the bus and caused it to fall out and you get fall off the interstate in the first place. Of course, Billy slash Shazam was all like, you're just jealous. You wish it was you. And he's like, of course I do. He's like, look at me. <laughs> the obvious thing a kid would say. Yeah. He's, he's like, do you think I'd want to be like this? He's like, I wish I could be like you. I'd, I'd do so much good with my powers. Instead, you're just like, you know, a big old Snapchat hero. It's at this point that uh, old, old Thaddeus Savannah like sees on the news, you know, this person with power and the seven sins have been telling him like, there's another one, right? Oh yeah. We forgot about yeah, the court. I was, was going to bring it up. Yeah. Like, we forgot about the meeting. We forgot. So right. <laughs> the at, best, so maybe the best scene in the entire Yeah, movie. man. So, so before the, uh, like a little bit before this occurs, uh, Thaddeus comes in and, uh, he's in this boardroom meeting of the company that presumably his dad owns. Right. And his dad's all like, Thaddeus, what are you doing here? This is for board members only. And then, you know, his brother's like, don't make me kick you out of here, man. And all that stuff. And he's like, I would like to see you try. And he goes, like, he just goes on this long, like, villain monologue. Absolutely. Absolutely. And picks up his older brother and then just chucks him out the damn like, window. The, the best thing about that, though, is just where he, like, he, ha he has the eight ball in his hand. And he hands oh, it to his right. brother. And he's just like, shake it. 
See if it thinks that you're mad enough to throw me out of this room. Yeah, and then it's like, mm, that looks not so good. And then he just, he literally just, like, he grabs him and, I don't want to say Hadoukens him out the window. Oh, but like, basically Hadoukens him out the window. Yeah, he just t- tosses him out of, like, the 60th floor in a freaking skyscraper or and whatever. It, it's, it happens so, like, z- like yet again, a zero to 60. Like, yeah. Like, you just don't see, and, like, it, then it gets real dark. It was good motivation. Yeah, so, yeah, he, so the seven deadly sins come out of his body, right, out of the, the jewel in his eye now and they're like eating people and tearing them up in the board meeting and his dad is in a wheelchair so it turns out like his dad didn't die in that car wreck he just you know was paralyzed from the legs down and his dad falls out of the wheelchair and he's like I'll give you anything you want the, the, the money you want the company I'll give you whatever and he's like do you think I want that do you think I want that meager shit He's like, I have power now, old man. He's like real power, unlike what you've got. And, you know, the the six of the seven deadly sins go back into his eyeball, right? And, you know, fly in. And uh, I can't remember who it was. I think it was like gluttony or greed or no, something. No, it was the one with the wings. Uh, uh, I don't know which one that, like... I know they explain them at some point, but it's so they're all that, so. So here's think, maybe here's maybe another like really small flaw to this movie I, that you could argue about. All the sins look pretty identical, minus one being kind of chubby, one having wings, one having four arms, that kind of thing. It was either greed, uh, it was either greed or pride. It was one of the Something two like because that, he said yeah. which sin fits you best. Oh yeah, and I'm pr- I'm pretty sure it's pride. It's either pride or greed. Yeah, something like that. So he's like he's like you can have them, and the the so that one of those one of the seven deadly sins eats him essentially and just like chairs into him. It's crazy. And then he gets in the elevator and there's a little screen in the elevator. And it's like the blah, blah, blah company's a family company. You know, and he just like smashes <laughs> just punches it. Him. So it turns out like in between all that, he sees Shazam on the bridge, you know, and the seven sins had told him like, there's another one that has power greater than yours and you got to take him out. Otherwise, before he reaches- yeah, before he reaches his peak. And, uh, so that's when they meet. Right. And so Shazam just got done saving, you know, that bus and, and, uh, Savannah gets there and he's all like, give me your power. And he's like, are you a bad guy? (laughs) You know, as a kid would tries to punch him and he grabs his hand as he like mid punch. And then Shazam just gets the shit kicked out of him for a good, like 10 minutes for a solid 10 minutes. Shazam is being chased. Savannah throws him up into the air, and then, you know, by the, like, seat of his pants, Shazam learns how to fly as he's falling back down to the atmosphere, right? He manages to, like, stop, like, an inch off the ground floating, and he's like, okay, okay, I can fly. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. And they, like, fly through a shopping mall, and at one point, like, he throws a Batman toy at Savannah, and it's like, I'm Batman, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Eventually, he, like... Cuts a corner and he says, Shazam, really quick. He gives him the ghost, right? Because Savannah doesn't realize yet that it's a kid that has the powers. And so then Savannah kind of is kind of looking around and everything. And then he sees Freddy there. Freddy's made his way into the crowd looking for him. And he's like, he's like, Billy, Billy, Billy. And then literally next to Freddy is a set of TVs, you know, with the seats and stuff that you find in malls where people sit and wait. Yeah. And there's Freddy on the screen with Shazam. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> so he goes over and obviously kidnaps Freddy. So we cut to the house, right? The foster home. And the other foster kids eventually kind of put two and two together because Billy and Freddy had this huge argument at dinner about, you know, Shazam being a jerk and things like that, what he should do with his powers. And then they see that Freddy's on the news with, the hero and thank god they're like oh my god it's billy <laughs> and the little sister who's been keeping the secret the whole time was like i was a good sister i didn't say anything you guys figured it out on your own and she's like i can finally talk about this <laughs> it's just it's good character writing yeah. it's, it's 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 fun it's it's really Keeps everybody it, consistent the family dynamic in this movie is really really strong and well put together i, I like it a lot so after freddie's been kidnapped by savannah billy manages to find his real mom and uh it 
it turns out like all of his new foster siblings kind of found his notebook in the garbage and they're like here we did this for you and the little nerdy kid says the dumbest shit he's like i've played watch dogs in this and he's like i'm not a hacker but and i was like please please stop this is poison <laughs> this is poison for my ears uh but they give him the address for his real mom and so it turns out that like um you know his real mom is just not ready to have him back in his life she like retells the story like kind of the origin story of him losing his mom a little differently in a darker yeah, it feel, light it feels distorted and like yeah so like at the beginning it was very cool. happy and go lucky right she's like mom's not gonna go pro yet throwing darts at balloons but the way she tells it she's like okay well mom's not gonna go pro yet you know and all that stuff and she she basically reveals that she left billy as a kid knowing that the foster system could take better care of him than she ever could because she was 17 at the time and stressed out so she's got a really rough life going on she's not really wanting billy back in her life so billy gives her that keychain back the one with the compass in it and she's like what's this for and he's like i don't know but you look like you could use it more than i could maybe i'll help you find your way like she's living in like this rundown like project apartment and like she's got what sounds like an abusive boyfriend or husband yeah really sure and, and that was just a crazy emotional scene for me. That was a very, very powerful scene for me. I, I, man, I, I teared up at that. That was a rough one to watch. But after that, Billy decides he's going to go back home. He realizes that this new foster family is his new family, essentially. And he gets there and surprise, surprise, Savannah's there, right? He's holding the whole family hostage. And he's like, look, you don't give me your powers. I'm going to kill everyone here in this family. And he opens up their like Harry Potter style closet door, yeah, essentially. stairs opens it up and uh they go through there and they find the the wizard's cave again right so basically savannah is asking him to hurry up you know hold the staff and then say you know the name shazam so he can transfer his powers to savannah it's just billy and him and 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 you know the seven sins are out and that's when you kind of realize like you know the sins have to leave the body like savannah's body essentially for him to accept this power like there, there there's like a there's like a limit to how much his body can intake and output he can only hold so much sin juice uh, <laughs> gross 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 <laughs> gross anyway so going through this right and then uh it, the the other step siblings or excuse me the uh the foster siblings kind of come in at the last minute and freddie throws a battering at the back of the dude's head right and it cuts his head and so that's when billy realizes like oh when the sins are out of his body he can be hurt right but when the sins go back in his body the cut from the battering in the back of his head heals instantly and he's like oh, okay we got to get the sins out of his body and then we got to destroy his power or whatever so billy quickly takes his new foster siblings and they run right and they, they manage to get out of there they're chased by savannah to like a, a christmas festival or something crazy like that where you see literally the worst santa claus ever because in the beginning in the middle of the movie at he's the like mall. yeah at the mall he's like santa will always be here for you sweetheart and then as soon as savannah appears he's like oh god and he like throws her away and he's like oh run run for your life we get to the christmas festival savannah shows up again with all the seven sins chasing shazam and again he's like oh no not again oh god he's like running away and pushing children out of his way he's like get out get out get out <laughs> like the worst fucking santa claus ever uh so shazam is fighting him and he's just like outmatched he keeps getting the the crap kicked out of him by savannah and everything and it's because there's six sins out running around right each capturing a family member and the other one's beating up on billy one's still inside savannah's body and that's when he remembers the line from the wizard the wizard's like look at these thrones or the seats rather from my you know my siblings you have to restore their power and billy's like oh okay he manages to get all the siblings together they get the staff and everything and he's like say my name and they're like 
Billy. And he's like, God, no. He's like, say my name, Shazam. You gotta say Shazam. And they're like, okay, okay. And they all say Shazam. Yeah. So then they each get the power and they become the, the magic family, I think is the name of the group. But I mean, it's neat how when they, uh, when they do transform, each one of them gets their own, like, power yeah yeah absolutely because the little girl becomes speedy the middle brother becomes strong yeah uh freddy what which one does freddy get does freddy get the uh mm. well i think freddy's actually supposed to have flight i think that's yeah. why he's uh yeah and like i think they all i think they have all the other powers well, they do like it's just like each one was like more pronounced like the, one like than the, the other. gamer kid like had the lightning. lightning yeah and things like that um, but yeah, they become the super family, essentially, right? The magic family. I forget the name of their group. This is like from the New 52 line. They, you know, get all their powers and they start fighting all the different sins and everything. And that's when Billy, like, you know, chases Savannah away, tries to get him away and everything. He's got to get that last sin out. And it was so funny at this part because they're like beating each other up and they're flying by this kid who's playing with a Batman Superman toy. And then like all of a sudden he's like, whoa, and he just drops the toys, yeah. right? He's like, that's better. And then <laughs> Savannah's like flying, right? Savannah's like flying here, you know, on one side of like this building, and Shazam's floating on this other side. And Savannah's like, Did you think you could defeat me? I'm going to crush you with my. And then it like cuts over to Shazam, and like you can't hear him. And he's like, Are you, are you saying something? Are you monologuing? I can't. You're Do like what? two miles away. You're like two miles away. Yeah. And then it cuts back to Savannah, and he's like, I will pick my teeth at your bones and other evil things. And da da da. You know, and Shazam's like, I really, I can't, I can't make out what you're saying. It's, that was so fucking funny. That was hilarious to me. And that was such a fun like way to flip the the superhero trope on on your head. And it was head. a nice way to like break up that fight cuz they'd pretty much been in a conflict since they were in the house. That's true. That's true. Yeah, they kept fighting and fighting and fighting. So eventually they get on the roof of this building. They've been fighting for a while and Billy realizes the last sin is envy, right? And he's just like I get why you're jealous of all this power. He's like, who would be scared of poor, stupid, little Envy? And <laughs> Envy eventually comes around. And what was really, really cool was that he said Shazam. He was a kid, right? Yeah. Getting get him to pull out. And Envy jumps on top of him. And then he says Shazam again. And when the lightning strikes him, it strikes Envy and breaks him all apart. And I was like, whoa. You know, it was just really, really cool. So Savannah, uh, Savannah has none of the sins in his head anymore, you know, or anything like that. <laughs> he manages to grab him and take him to the, the Christmas fair or whatever the hell it is, right? So they've, they've, you know, Shazam basically has Savannah pinned down. He pulls this, this you know, magic eyeball out of his head. And uh, then he pretends it's talking to him. He's like, what? All the power I could ever want and more? Oh, you don't say. And he starts leaning it towards his face and, you know, his his siblings are like, no. And he's like, ah, I'm just getting with you. And, you know, the, all the other sins get put back into the eyeball and they're basically hailed as superheroes after that. We get a nice, you know, couple of scenes where, you know, they're bonding. They realize that the old wizard's cave or cove or lair or whatever could be their new superhero lair. And they put up the uh, the eyeball with all the powers, you know, in front of the statues again. Turns all the sins back. Well, it turns the sins back to statues. Yeah, it turns them into statues, essentially. And, uh, yeah, we end the movie on a really funny note. We end it with, you know, Freddy, he's at lunch and everyone's kind of staring at him because he was the kid that lied about, you know, knowing Shazam and his siblings appear and he's like, what are you guys doing here? You all have separate lunches. And they're like, oh, well we made special arrangements so we could sit here with you. And he's like, oh, okay. And then all of a sudden Shazam comes in and he's like, Freddy, my new, or was it my oldest and greatest friend, Freddy. <laughs> he's like, oh man. He's like, this guy has taught me everything about being a superhero. Let me tell you right now. He's like, and look at you children I've met for the first time. 
all this stuff. It's really funny. Sits down and he goes, I hope you don't mind. I brought another friend for lunch. And you turn and you don't get to see who it is, but you turn and you see Superman's chest uh, from, from the, the neck, neck down. down. And that's when Freddy's like, oh, sh-. <laughs> and then it cuts. Uh, we get another little mid credit scene. You know, Savannah's kind of in a, in a jail cell and he's, he's writing all those uh, runes from all the sins and everything like that. His pencil or his charcoal or whatever he's writing with breaks. And the, the caterpillar that we had forgotten about throughout the entire movie shows up and it turns out to be Magic Man, I think is no, the... I think it's Mr. Mind. Mr. Mr. Mind? Something like that. It was with two M's that like threw me off there. And it's something Mind. Mr. I mean, mind, yes. Yeah. So the caterpillar shows up and it turns out to be Mr. Mind who is a villain from a new 52 storyline i'm not that familiar with it i i think i might have dropped half of my 52 stories by that time you know and uh he's like oh we're gonna open up a whole you know world of magic and trouble and evil things in the sequel so i mean it looks like we got savant in this one we'll get mr mind in the second one and then i guess black adam will be the Black Adam's got like a solo movie or something coming out. I don't know. Which makes no sense. But it's DC. It doesn't make a lot of sense. So that was Shazam. And Shazam, at the end of the day, is a wonderful, wonderful movie. It has a lot of heart. It has really funny writing. There's a lot of stuff that we kind of skipped around, but I think that's for the best. I think it's better that you all watch that for yourself and have an organic laugh and, and reaction to that rather than anticipate whatever. This movie, I think, is the new standard for how DC movies should be. That I'm not saying that they have to be funny. I'm not saying that they have to be lighthearted or anything like that, but it's obvious that like a lot of care went into making this movie yeah. good. And if they could just take half of that and apply it to the next couple of movies, we'd be fine. Well, and I think the next one we're getting is the uh, the James Gunn Suicide Squad. I think that's Mm-mm. the next that's not the next we, one? So we got Joker coming out in October. Oh, well, yeah, but that and that counts, but it barely counts. Right. Like, that's... And then I think we have Wonder Woman 1984 coming out after that. Oh, yeah, okay. And then after that, we think we have our James Gunn Suicide Squad. We also have an Aquaman 2 and a Shazam 2. Maybe a Cyborg, maybe Maybe a Cyborg, maybe Flash. Flash. Yeah, Who I don't knows? Know. Yeah. And then... Y'all want a good Cyborg story, go watch Doom Patrol. Yeah. Because that Cyborg is awesome. I guarantee they're going to do another Green Lantern movie at some point. <laughs> maybe. Like, I don't know. Maybe. how far down the line yeah i just wish we had this first cody i just i i know and i've, I've said it several times but this is the, that's this is the biggest takeaway we walked out of that theater remember and i was like i'm overjoyed that was the best dc movie ever but i'm also mad yeah like, because it took us so long to get a solid a plus movie wonder woman i would say like is an a for me you know whereas this was just like i had a great time from start to finish yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, but at the same time, if we'd gotten this movie first and then we got all those terrible movies, we would have just been like, "What happened?" See, that's the thing. I think they would have seen what worked. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I guess it's weird. I think that they had this whole thing. It's just a rush. Like they just saw. They saw how successful Marvel was, and they just rushed all those other movies. Yeah, they out. were just like, "We can, we everybody knows these characters. We don't need to do any character development or backstory or anything else. We'll just toss them in there." And, God forbid. Yeah. And everybody will love it because they they love superheroes, right? <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If you had told me that Wonder Woman, Shazam, and Aquaman were going to be my favorite movies out of this whole line of superhero films coming out of DC and Warner Brothers, I would have thought you were crazy. Now I think that you can predict the future, and you should give me tomorrow's lottery numbers. Exactly. And then, I mean, we, we've we got our potential Robert Pattinson Batman, which may or may not be. Like, is he's not, like, I will, 100% confirmed. I will, but, no, it's confirmed. Oh, he is 100% yep, confirmed? He's, he's, he's ready to roll. 
All right, and then like Henry Cavill may or may not be Superman anymore. Like, is yet again he's never said that he was. Which is why we have Superman's head cut out of that shot. Yeah, doesn't like, make any damn sense. And then if they wanted to do Martian Manhunter, they could. Like Snyder said he'd never do it, but Snyder's obviously not doing anything anymore. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, this is a good step for the DC universe. And yeah, for, and for you know films based on DC comics, but it's a little too late for me. Like I'm still I'm still pretty apathetic about DC Comics at this point. Not because not because of the movies directly, but the movies have put such a bad taste in my mouth that it's hard for me to. Because when you talk to people about these characters, they inevitably bring up the movies. They yeah. inevitably bring up Batman versus Superman and Justice League and all that stuff. And you're like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, you know. It's almost like you had like a bad hamburger, and it just makes you not want to eat a like eat another hamburger, that's, even though you know the next one you get's not going to be bad. That's about where I'm at. That's about where I'm at. I've I've slowly kind of creeped back into reading some more DC titles. I've been reading like Green Arrow and things like that, but I just can't find myself. I can't find that passion that I used to have for DC uh, anymore. And I, and part of it's to blame for the movies maybe, but the other part is just that I just don't like where this is all going. Well, you know? I, and it's also, we've seen DC be good, like with Arrow and Flash and uh, Legends Hell, even, of Tomorrow. Yeah, I was about to say Legends of Tomorrow is even good. Like we've we've seen them do the and Supergirl, uh, we've seen them do these characters justice and like in an episodic fashion, and it's just super disappointing when they can't get like what should be their gimmies right. Right, absolutely. I mean, Arrow went through a terrible season in season four. It was like the lowest watched season ever. Yeah, and it still managed to crank out three more after that. And I just don't understand what is taking them so long after flubbing up Batman versus Superman and Justice League to make something relevant and good again with those characters. I just don't get it. I don't We could have done so many different Batman stories or so many different Superman stories or something, but instead we've, I mean, the closest thing we've got to Superman that looks interesting now is that Brightburn film that I want to go see. Yeah, and I mean, that's not even superhero, or not even Superman. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um, But folks, go see shazam check it out it's a fantastic movie it's a great piece of comic film and uh you know the fact that it kind of dips its toes in the comics but it's not fully committed to everything it, it, it's that's good in my opinion or at least the modern shazam stuff you know it's it's not 100 percent like the modern shazam stuff and i think that's good I yeah, just, I, I mean, like, it doesn't get in its own way. Exactly, exactly. But I think it's going to be it. So if you guys want to email us, you, of course, can email us with any kind of question or comment or suggest a topic over at uh, panelpicturespodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us at uh, Podcast Panel over on Twitter. You can find Cody at OrangeAvengeR on Twitter, minus the E there. He's the best Twitter boy ever. I'm so active. Best Twitter boy of 2019. Like, my Twitter game is very strong. As accomplished as Thaddeus and his long monologue, which if he were ending the podcast would just continuously keep going until Zach finally cut me off. Because <laughs> what? I, just I can't hear you. We kept got, talking. We gotta go. We, we gotta go. We did more evil things and I killed a bunch <laughs> of people and I'm, I shave my head because that's the thing you do when you're evil, even though that's a terrible stereotype that you shouldn't use against people with bald heads because we're not all bad people. It's Are just... A select few of us who are... (laughs) Okay, until next time, guys. Stay super, and we'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Poorly portrayed in the media by... Stop. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) You're fired. (laughs) 